In Lisbon, the death toll from Turkey and Syria earthquakes surpasses 2,100 and an Australian emergency team Turkey bound to help with search and rescue efforts. In sport, the Indigenous All-Stars prepare to take on the Maori All-Stars. Hello, Peggy Giacomelos with you from the SBS newsroom. The death toll from the Turkey and Syria earthquakes has surpassed 21,000 and is expected to increase further. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has provided an update on Australian citizens who were in Turkey when the major earthquakes took place earlier this week. We, we have Turkish Australians who, who uh, uh, are there. I previously talked about four who were unaccounted for. I'm pleased that I can say one of the four Australians uh, that we are, we're aware of in the region is accounted for and safe, two remain unaccounted for uh, uh, and one has been uh, reported uh, uh, as having died in these earthquakes. We're working to confirm those reports uh, and I extend my uh, condolences. The United Nations says the full extent of the catastrophe is not yet clear. It also warned of a secondary humanitarian disaster, the homelessness of survivors, including parentless children, facing a lifetime of adversity. Australian search and rescue experts have departed Sydney, bound for the earthquake impact zones as part of a major international aid effort. Australia has deployed 72 personnel and 22 tonnes of equipment to help Turkish authorities and emergency services in their search and recovery operations. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has wrapped up co-hosting the Bali Process Government and Business Forum in Adelaide with Indonesia. Ministers from across the Asia region gathered for the 8th Ministerial Conference of the Bali Process on People Smuggling, Trafficking in Persons and Related Transnational Crime. Penny Wong and her Indonesian counterpart met with industry leaders to discuss international measures to advance ethical business practices, including ways to end modern Slavery. Ms Wong says she's hopeful domestic legislation will be enhanced to ensure Australian supply chains are not linked to modern slavery. Fortescue boss Andrew Forrest says business and industry must be responsible and accountable. I don't think we'll end slavery by 2030, but what we can do is have the structures in place or falling into place that you can see the end of slavery from 2030. The importance for projects, for businesses, for all of us to put the line in the sand um, and set ourselves targets against that line in the sand. Um, And it is a critical motivator for the human personality and, of course, for businesses. Refugee advocates are welcoming a big change to federal government policy but are urging the government to go further. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles has reversed a direction by the previous government that prevented people who sought asylum by sea from reuniting with their family in Australia. The government claims the decision opens a path for visa processing for tens of thousands of family members. Applicants from Afghanistan and Iran are expected to be the biggest groups affected. However, the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre says whilst this is a good move, it it will still prevent people seeking asylum by sea who are not on a permanent visa, such as the 31,000 on the so-called fast track system from applying for family reunion. It's also calling on the government to reverse this decision. 
The Australian Institute of Marine Science and many other marine agencies are providing submissions to government to protect Australian underwater cultural heritage. A joint standing committee on treaties and convention on the protection of the underwater cultural heritage began in Canberra. Andrew Viduka is the Assistant Director of Underwater Cultural Heritage from the Department of Climate Change. He told the Parliamentary Committee it's time for Australia to ratify the Convention and protect water-related Indigenous stories. It's, it's one of the great wonders and beauties of Australia, this layered knowledge over such a length of time. So, so the, what we're trying to do is get to the stage where everything is effectively protected and then we work to work with everyone to how can we manage it most successfully so we're doing the right thing for everyone. The convention would provide a legal basis for Australia to protect underwater cultural heritage in its exclusive economic zone and continental shelf. To sport and rugby league star Cody Walker says spending a week in camp with the Indigenous All-Stars team has been one of the proudest achievements of his career. Walker has used the camp to learn about coaching and mentoring and he considers his future being his rugby league playing career. He says vocal players can use their platform to advocate for generational change on issues that impact Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. The Indigenous All-Stars take on the Maori All-Stars in New Zealand tomorrow, where both cultures will be celebrated and showcased. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. That's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.